0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Vitality Explorer podcast. My name is Dr. Alan Mishra. I'm an orthopedic surgeon and sports medicine specialist and the founder of this podcast. Our purpose, our goal with the podcast, as always, especially in 2024, is to optimize vitality one person at a time. So happy new year, everybody. Let's jump right into our quote, which is what we like to do to start the Vitality Explorer podcast. And here it is. And I think it's from Lao Cha. Um, and I'm not sure on the Chinese pronunciation of that, but it's L A O T Z U. And here's the quote Mastering yourself is true power. Mastering yourself is true power. So, again, our goal here with the podcast is to enhance your physical, mental, and social, as well as spiritual well being. We have over 400 posts on the, on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. You can check those for the references to anything we talk about. Our two core concepts are are that vitality is a skill and vitality is a gift you give yourself by taking ownership over your decisions. And this week's podcast especially is going to start with that because our top our first topic this week is to double down on discipline. The second is the information theory of aging. And the third one is 45 is when the warranty wears out. So let's start with that doubling down on discipline. And I really do believe this is the best way to make 2024 awesome. So when, when you think about what you want to accomplish, you may have a list of your uh, New Year's resolutions or your goals, but guess what? Discipline is going to be how you're going to be able to execute on your 2024 dreams. And I'd like to start with a few ideas about what discipline actually means from Ryan Holiday's book, Discipline is Destiny. And I encourage people to check that out. That's one of the references for this particular post. But you know, When you try to think about what, what really is discipline, he articulates it in a, a variety of ways, including you know, just saying discipline is hard work. Discipline is learning to say no. Discipline is the practice of good habits. Discipline is training and preparing. And I think this is an important one. Discipline is enduring painful difficulties. So those, those again are all Ryan Holiday's ideas about what discipline is. Here's some of, some of the ideas I have about discipline. I think discipline is doing the right thing, especially if you don't want to, that's number one. Number two is discipline is being consistent in the face of massive peer pressure. Number three, discipline is uh, setting an internal focus of control over your mind and your body. And finally, number four, discipline discipline demands we take ownership over our choices and actions. So that's kind of like one of the core values for Vitality Explorers, right? So uh, when when you think about that, um, Holiday also talks about how consistent discipline can help us view the world from a higher horizon. Right? We can see infinite possibilities from uh, from that vista of being disciplined. But no one's going to give us a free pass to the mountaintop. We need to earn it. And and, and again, Holiday is fantastic. Ryan Holiday in his book, uh, Discipline is Destiny, had a couple fabulous quotes. And here's one of them. Quote, we are an apex predator, a freakishly elite product of millions of years of evolution. How will you choose to spend this bounty? So think about that. Humans have a lot, a lot of potential and we get to choose how we're gonna do, you know, live our lives. And one of the suggestions that Holiday has for us about um, this you know, secret to success is to have uninterrupted blocks of focused time. Does that sound like a unicorn in 2024? When's the last time you had an uninterrupted block of focused time? All right, so too often we, f- we forget that the value of being focused and and you know devoting our time to our primary goals. Uh, and again, we could have all these different New Year's resolutions, but honestly, most of us are gonna fail with them uh, because we lack discipline. That's why I think we need to narrow down our focus and we need to double down on discipline. Now, I, I'm not... Have, I don't have a huge list of 2024 goals what I really want to do is improve on what I did well in 2023 and so most of my goals this year are not new ones you know, there'll be a few that are new um, and you know, obviously each year we can try to get better on a variety of different things but what I'm trying to stay focused trying to stay disciplined on is a, a multi-year vitality plan and and executing over these long time frames is incredibly challenging but it's also insanely rewarding. Um, And so one of my goals for many, many years is to make Vitality Explorers the premier source of scientific vitality information on the planet. And I've been working towards that goal for over five years now. And I'm gonna accelerate and double down on that um, this year. So I want you to think, I want you to pause for just a moment and and contemplate, what are you doing this year uh, to enhance it or improve it? And and also, what did you do well last year and how can you continue to improve on that? Because, you know, again, we're always like, oh, I need to lose weight. I need to get more fit. I need to connect more with other people. I need to work on that project. Why don't you just take a pause for a second and think about what you did well in 2023 or what went well in 2023 or even 2022 and try to figure out how you can replicate that or build upon that. And then ask yourself this question, how will you stay focused and disciplined? How will you stay focused and disciplined? And I think here's some considerations, some suggestions to consider. (laughs) All right, number one, don't complain or act like a victim. Number two, execute on a small set of specific goals. Don't create a laundry list of things you wanna do in 2024. My suggestion is four or less or better, two or less, and then add two on at July 1st or something. But try to figure out what your top two or three or maximum four goals are and then stay absolutely maniacally focused on that. And here's another key to success and key to being disciplined is surround yourself with disciplined individuals who can serve as role models. And then, you know, give yourself a break. Reduce your progress to whatever you can do each day. But make just a few steps in the direction of your goals. Make a few uh, steps in the direction of your dreams. So I I really want us all to make 2024 the best possible year. But you need to get there. You're not going to get lucky by getting there. I mean, maybe you will. Maybe you're going to use a little scratcher and win a million dollars or something. But if you commit to spending your time and your talent and your treasure pursuing meaningful and impactful outcomes, your year is going to be better. And bonus points, everyone myself included, bonus points, if we do that in the context of helping and serving others, especially those who are in the most need. So again, this this one to start with is to double down on discipline. Remember, mastering yourself is true power. So discipline, again, is an under-recognized component of vitality that you can work on. And I think is an absolute requirement to leading your most vital life. And it's part of what I call the Vitality Blueprint, which we've talked about many times on Vitality Explorers. That includes time, purpose, service, hope, fitness, sleep, closeness, and discipline. And each one of those eight parameters contribute to your overall uh, sense of well-being. So we're going to pivot away from discipline and talk about something crazy different that's very interesting. And that is the information Theory of aging and why our DNA and its epigenetic controls can predict our longevity and our vitality. So there's a cool graphic that I, I created using one of those AI image generators of DNA and the epigenetics around it, but a new paradigm and that's up on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. And I encourage you to, to subscribe to Vitality Explorers if you're interested in receiving an email. You can also um, subscribe to a text message newsletter at vitalityexplorers.com. Uh, our goal is to take the friction out of staying vital, so you can get it in this audio format. You can get it in, in, in a uh, textual format via an email, or you can even get it in a, a text message, a summary that comes to your, your phone once a week. But the information theory of aging is this new paradigm paradigm of, of why or how we age. And this post is going to review a, 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 a article of the same Title that was published in Nature Aging, which was called The Information Theory of Aging. And it's complex, but I really believe it demands our attention. And here's the primary conclusion of that paper. Quote, the information theory of aging attributes aging to the gradual loss of information that is established during development. So as we're growing either in utero or as a young, young human, we are really, really well organized. We have a lot of things that are contributing to the organized information that makes us who we are. But I think we need to take a little pause and, and, and re, re, relearn something called epigenetics and our DNA and a little bit, a tiny little bit of molecular biology here. Now, don't worry, it's not gonna hurt you, <laughs> okay? But our DNA, which a lot of people knows, where all the information that makes up our genes is encoded, is fixed. But there are little switches, little railroad switches, if you will, on and around the DNA that um, really are s- specific chemical groups that, that affect what types of protein our DNA produces. So DNA is encoded to produce a variety of different proteins. So those things can be like enzymes or hormones or other things that we have. But epigenetics, epi just means on top of on top of the genes, is the study of these chemical groups and how they affect our DNA. And then there's the picture on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. Of a methyl group which is just a type of chemical group that is on top of the dna and can f- control how the dna functions and this is this is related to the information theory of aging um, because it's it, the, this particular theory is again a quote from the paper quote is fundamentally grounded in the notion of progressive loss of epigenetic information over time so it's not just our genes but it's these little switches around our genes the epigenome that changes and that loss of information can be changed or exacerbated by adverse environmental conditions and even sort of like nutrient availability. So if you don't feed an organism or a human, it can change. Now, this is a little complex, but I think it's important, and especially for, for readers or, or, or listeners or anybody's interested in, in the details, this is going to be coming out more and more because I think this information theory of aging is quite fascinating and maybe spot on. But several areas within the DNA, epigenetic access, contribute to the loss of information. And, and number one, there's, there's many of them, but we're just going to talk about three. Number one is transcription, factor dysregulation. Lots of big, fancy words there, but basically that means the signal gets garbled, and the signal that you know, is trying to you know, convey the information is no longer precise or accurate. Number two is alteration in the chromatin structure. Now chromatin is uh, uh, part of the nucleus of the cell and it controls how the DNA functions, but changes in the chromatin are lost in loss of information and faulty processing, okay? These are kind of similar to those two in terms of what's happening. It's just not doing its job in a precise way. The third is something called DNA methylation. That's little methyl groups that are on top of the DNA and they can predict aging and, and have done so in a variety of different studies. Um, The paper has a really beautiful set of graphics. There's one of them on on the Vitality Explorer Substack site that shows how we are highly organized when we're young and over time, as we get older, we get damaged. We lose our cell identity because we lose information that helps direct our cells. So if you can think of a a highly organized set, um, sort of like a herringbone pattern, and then all of a sudden there's little breaks, there's little changes that are occurring or, or you can also use a different metaphor, like the, the signal of the electrical system is just getting a little wonky. There, there's the insulation of the wiring and there's like you know, sparks going off. So the information is just not being translated and that leads to the loss of the ability of the cell to function uh, as, as a normal cell and that becomes an aged cell. The paper also, this is fascinating though, discusses how we might be able at some point to reprogram the epigenetic switches remember they're going you know a little little wacky and then if we can somehow control them we may be able to change them back to the youthful version and here's a quote from the paper the epigenome consists of chemical compounds that modify or mark the genome in a way that tells it what to do where to do it and when to do it and then there's another graphic up there that over time again this this doesn't seem to be working as well over time what if we were able to reprogram it what if we were able to sort of change it so that it was back to where it was when we were say 15 years old so here's the analysis of this very complex paper and thank you for sticking with me as we try to unpack it but i think the article helps us understand that information controlling our dream degrades over time and then we lose some of it and our cells age into less organized versions of their younger selves and this can lead to disease and death. There's also a different theory of the sort of entropy and entropy is a physics concept or a fundamental concept of increasing disorder over time. And this this information theory of aging is consistent with that. But being able to reverse it or reprogram it it sounds like science fiction. But the data presented in this paper suggests that the concept may not be sort of science fiction and we might be able to explore that in the not too distant future. So again, I understand this is complex. I know there's a lot of big words that I just used, but I encourage you to check out the Vitality Explorer Substack site for the references, for, to take a peek at the graphics. You can also look uh, for how exercise reduces the obesity risk, risk and that's uh, through our epigenetics. But uh, this is very important for people to understand uh, if we're trying to understand how to lead our most vital lives and our longest, most vital lives. And speaking of which, we're gonna finish this week's Vitality Explorer podcast with something that I don't really love to admit, but I think is true, and that is 45 is when the warranty wears out. And what we can what we can learn to our enhance our vitality at any age. And this starts with a little story, and the quote is, the warranty on the human body expires at age forty-five. And that's what one of my medical school professors declared during a physiology lecture. When i was a second year medical student i think i was 23 at the time and this uh, professor was in his late 40s i distinctly remember sitting in that classroom at the university of michigan medical school thinking that that guy was really old and that his admonition about the you know the warranty expiring at 45 would never apply to me i really i distinctly think oh my god there's no way i'm ever going to get to be that old but guess what i am now on the what I call the AARP side of 50. And I can personally attest to the veracity of of the guy's statement, excuse me, the guy, the professor's statement. Um, I don't like it, but I think my old professor was was spot on. Um, I've also, as as a surgeon, treated and taken care of thousands of patients in my career, and I've stayed at the same place over that time frame. So I've seen these people over time decline. And 45, indeed, I believe, is when the warranty on humans wear out. Um, I've also seen it in my friends and my family. Um, And what happens at that age, between 45 and 55, things just start breaking. Remember, we just talked about the information theory of aging. I think what happens is some of that information gets garbled up, the cells are not functioning as well, and then things like tendons start to pop during a workout that used to be really simple. Or chest pain isn't just a pulled muscle. Um, When you were swinging at a golf club, it could be an indication of heart disease. People start talking about cancer. Unfortunately, I lost a close friend at age 46 to pancreatic cancer. Cognitive decline starts to become a serious concern in your 50s and beyond. Um, But what's interesting is that we face a significantly different set of issues under 45. And this is based on some, some data from the CDC, but the top three causes of death for people between 15 and 35 are unintentional injury, suicide and homicide now i I was like what is unintentional injury i really didn't know what that meant so i had to look it up Uh, And unintentional injury includes things like overdoses from opioids and other drugs motor vehicle crashes and falls of various types Uh, i think unintentional injury could also be considered accidental death now if you're between 35 and 45 you're in that transition zone where unintentional injury remains the top cause of death but cancer and heart disease are really close behind and then after 45 Unfortunately, cancer and heart disease dominate the reasons for dying. And there's a fascinatingly interesting graphic on the Vitality Explorer substack site. It's you know they break the CDC breaks them, uh, people down in age groups. I'm not sure why well, they don't use 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, but it goes 15 to 24, 24 to 35, 35 to 44, 45 to 54, 55 to 64, and then 65 plus. But again, if you're 45 and older, it's gonna be cancer or heart disease. That's gonna be your biggest risk. And if you're under 35, it's gonna be uh, those three unintentional injury, suicide and homicide. So when we talk about the the concept of 45 being, um, when the warranty wears out, I think we need to start with this idea of trying to optimize our chances of just making it to 45. So if you're under 45 or under 25, you need to re- you need to think about these ideas. We need to reduce our chances of dying accidentally, and one of the ways, best ways you can do that, you obviously can choose not to smoke or engage in other risky behaviors, such as getting into a car when a driver's had too much to drink. Um, now, these terrible things like drug overdoses, suicide, and homicide are way more complex, but we need to continue to strive for. Uh, meaningful solutions to all of them if we want um, our youth to live longer and better lives. Now that red line, and uh, there's this red line that indicates when the warranty wears out in the graphic represents the time when we, need to trans- when we transition uh, past 45. Um, and if we're going to increase our chance of living past 45, 55, 65, or 75, or 85, we need to start taking care of our bodies as soon as we can. All right, the sooner the better. And I think there's this concept you're trying to think every time you go to the gym, you take a walk, you go for a bike ride, you go for a swim, whatever you're doing to take care of your body, you're making a deposit in what I call your vitality bank account. And the earlier you start, the more you're going to accrue what I call health interest. So, similar to like your IRA or 401k, you know, put away a little bit of your paycheck as soon as you can, and over time that's going to gather interest and interest upon interest, compounded interest. That is absolutely also true for your health. Um, you know, relentless exercise will decrease your risk of heart disease. Exercise can also, uh, also has been found to decrease your risk of cancer progression. And I encourage you to check out the Muscle Smashes Cancer post on the Vitality Explorer Substack site, but never ever give up on trying to keep your body in shape. Because guess what? Our musculoskeletal system is modifiable until the day we die. We can improve our chances of living longer and better if we input energy to maintain our bodies even after the warranty expires. I think this is important because I see people every single day in my practice where they're like, oh, I waited too long. I'm not, you know, I'm just not somebody who's an exerciser. And I try to convince them, whether they're 45, 55, 65, 75, 85 or beyond that anything goes, anything helps. Um, Again, the, the the reason for today's post is, uh, is for us to think about this idea of a warranty, which I don't really like again, but 45 being when the warranty wears out, um, I think is an important sort of juxtaposition between being you know younger and being older or being middle-aged and being older. Uh, I think the concepts are, are, are fluid. I have not focused as much as I should on the 18 to 35 year old group with Vitality Explorers, but in 2024, we're going to do more of that. And try to figure out how we can optimize uh, the vitality of not just people 45 and older but also people you know 18 to 45. Um, if you're interested in trying to help me with this project uh, you can send me an email at am at dare to be vital Um, again these are very difficult things to tackle because in my reading of this literature right now it appears that you know obviously it's important to exercise it's important not to smoke it's important to take care of your body but we've got to. We got to work on reducing the risks of unintentional injury from a variety of different things, obviously, homicide and suicide. Um, And again, being past that AARP age, I need some people who are in the youthful zone to help me figure out some of the details of how we can best accomplish that. So, thank you very much for listening to the first Vitality Explorer podcast of 2024. Um, We're going to have an amazing year. I'm committed to making this podcast the information in the Vitality Explorer Substack site site, the best possible in the world. Uh, There's a lot of collaborations that are going to be coming forward that are super exciting. Can't wait to share those with you. Um, And remember mastering yourself is true power and I hope everybody can uh, take a piece of what they've learned this week about doubling down on discipline the information theory of aging and 45 is when the warranty wears out. Take just one little piece of that and apply that to your life. Please share this with uh, your friends, family, and coworkers to enhance their vitality. And until next time, get out there and dare to be vital. Thank you very much for listening.